Introducing the award-list winning podcast, it's the Intellectual Saviors, with your hosts, the Pedo. If it was like eight inches flaccid, I'd be walking around naked all the time. The Ginger Bear. And then you take a shit, but while you're taking a shit, you come. And the Pivot Man. I do not want to appear racist, but... I just feel like it's really hard to be black and hot. They haven't won any awards, but they've won your hearts. Ah, yeah. Episode number 50, motherfucker. I hope everybody enjoyed that racism from Boggs because yeah. that's all they're getting from him tonight. Yep, he, he's a he's a giant giant cocksucker. Oh, the capital C and the capital S. Yeah, so fuck him. I, I don't even want to talk about him. So let's just move on. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, so how's your week been, Eric? Uh, it's been all right. Uh, it's been all right. You know, I forgot to do something last week. Um, on the. Uh, on our site that we have our podcast that we uploaded to, the old Podbean, which everybody can run to and check out our shows as they check out our Twitter at the Intel Savers. Yes. First of the show. <laughs> um, no, but there's a, another podcast on there based out of Arkansas called, called um, Our Daily Outrage. And uh, they're good libs too and stuff. And they're in a godforsaken state as well, like I said, Arkansas. And so I had a little banter back and forth with them. They gave us a shout out on their podcast last week, so I wanted to give them uh, some props. But if you only listen to one podcast, screw them. You just listen to ours. But <laughs> if you want to listen, to, if you listen, if you got time in your day for two, you don't, you don't check believe them in out. sharing. <laughs> they're pretty cool. It's a, a guy and a girl, Allie and Michael, and they're they're pretty solid. Um, I don't know what the hell they do so much. I know Allie, uh, she does some feminist causes and stuff, and Michael is actually a comedian. So yeah, he I was does about some, to say he's a comedian. He does some stand-up and everything, so so uh, we might have to have him on tell some jokes sometime. I don't know. But yeah, anyway. I I only listened to the episode where they talked about us. Yeah. Because I'm, you know, self-masturbation, and that's kind of my thing. See, actually, <laughs> I'd, I'd listen to a couple like, others Oh, they talked stuff. about us? I gotta listen to that. <laughs> yeah, I checked out a couple others. They're pretty solid. Uh, I just have another chance. I do want to listen to it, because I did like that episode, and they definitely seem like very like-minded individuals. Yeah, I've tried to listen trying to... Trying to fight the cause there in, tr- a, a, well, what could be potentially even a shittier state than Texas. Uh, I, the only thing <laughs> that I'd say is a lot worse than Arkansas is just for the fact that there's nothing in Arkansas. You know what I mean? Like, Texas, we have some um, major cities. We have some major stuff. I mean, they have Little Rock. I've never you know been. Oh, I've been. So I cannot personally say, but I do know that I was going to be moved there uh, for a restaurant that I managed at one point, uh, and I refused. Yeah, you did a um, good thing there. But here's the thing. They would always... Uh, like every month they would post like a little thing to all the restaurants and it was just like a communications memo essentially. But at the very front page, they would always have the top uh, restaurants and sales and the top restaurants with liquor, beer and wine uh, percentage. And uh, whenever those two Arkansas stores opened, uh, they were number one and number two <laughs> all the time. And we're talking about like a See, restaurant where right the average is probably like a 20 to 25% uh, percentage that they sell out of their whole sales is liquor, beer, and wine. Uh, Arkansas, they were like up into the 40s. 
So I was like, shit, is there nothing to do there but drink your fucking face off? Because that's a lot. I mean, if we ever get them on the podcast, I'll have to ask them about that. Um, But like I said, I've never been, so I really don't know. All I do know is that according to what little <laughs> exposure I've had to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. They really like their alcohol. <laughs> yeah, there's not a whole lot going on there. But Which is kind of funny because they're very like, uh, isn't it a pretty religious state? And they, they do a lot of, didn't they just uh, like allow kids to do prayers over the fucking uh, private or over uh, school? Uh, no, that was uh, Arkansas or Kansas. Oh, Kansas. Kansas. Just that. Kansas has been on a fucking roll, dude. There's a couple of states. I mean, Texas is definitely one. Uh, Arkansas is one. Kansas is one. Fucking Carolina. What the fuck is going on over there? North Carolina has been blown North Carolina. <laughs> That's why I, um, I put on our Facebook. Kansas don't go to Florida or you'll die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and your death will not be avenged. Mm. <laughs> no. So there's there's definitely a list. Speaking of which, segue. Oh. Um, I found this uh, wonderful little thing that had... It pretty much went over what each state is the worst at. <laughs> <laughs> I always love these fucking lists, dude. Oh, it's great. Um, and so they, they list it just in alphabetical order. So uh, let's start with uh, the first one, Alabama. What do you think it is? Uh, let me see. It's got to be. What do you think they're the worst at or have the highest of that's a negative? It, well, I know they got. They have to have like most. Well, no, Mississippi's got the most fat people. Um Oh, I don't know, dude. It seems like Mississippi has them beat out on every category. It's awful. <laughs> but just by a little bit. Uh, Alabama has the highest rate of stroke. It's 3.8%. Okay. Well, that's some weight there. Um, now, here's a curious a one. Alaska. Hmm. Uh, let me see. They, they're number one in moose attacks. Uh, highest rate of suicide. That makes sense. <laughs> well, because it's like all daylight. You know, they, they're at the top there. Where do you get that? All daylight, all nighttime for parts of the year. Yeah. Plus, I think it's like the guys outnumber women like two to one. So, yeah, um, terrible. Our buddies in uh, Arkansas. What you think? God damn it, dude! I have no idea. They have the worst average credit score. <laughs> <laughs> uh, California is pretty easy to peg. Um, shit, man. Smog. Uh, pollution, yeah. Yep. Well, I don't most, know. Te- most air pollution. Texas is closing in on they them. Yeah, fifteen point two micrograms per cubic meter. There you go. Um, it's all in L.A. <laughs> right. Uh, what do you think Texas is? Uh, I'm not going to go through all the fucking states. Fuck all that shit. Yeah, we'll finish off on the best one, Texas. Let me see. We have. Well, actually, let's go with uh, North Carolina. Let's let's see what they did. What do you think? And wow, I didn't even read this, but this actually makes a lot of fucking sense as they, to what is going on over there. They have they give the most transvaginal probes. <laughs> mm, not that close for, at all. No, that's Virginia. Um, among the lowest average teacher salary. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't need to pay the teachers. So back to Texas. Yeah. Why why teach or why pay the people that are uh, educating the young that will eventually rule this uh, country? Texas has the most cattle rapes. Uh, well, I mean, they probably do just because of this stat, the lowest high school graduation rate. <laughs> yes. Yay. Us. <laughs> it should be better for me. I should be able to find a better job then. Much more qualified. That's okay. I was going to say, I think we had the highest dropout rate. Um, some fun ones. Wisconsin, the highest rate of binge drinking. 
how do you even fucking gauge that? I don't Binge know. drinking, that's so... Washington, the most cases of bestiality. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would have thought that would have been like... that. To me, that screams like Oklahoma for some reason. <laughs> South Dakota, the highest rate of forcible rape. South Dakota, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is this like a percentage based on population? Because that, yes. that makes sense because yeah. there's like 10 people in South Dakota, so... Yep. Mm. Fun speaking, stuff. Speaking of the Dakotas, man, did you hear about that um, North Dakota, that town up there? I can't think of the the name of the town right now, but it, there's only like 50 people that live in the town, and this guy moved in, started buying up all the land, and uh, he's going to build homes, and he's having all of his um, like white supremacist buddies move up there, and they're trying to take over the town. Well, with only 50 people, it's kind of easy. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm thinking to myself... I saw the people bitching about it. I'm like, that's pretty awesome, actually. Let's let all the white supremacists move to North Dakota. Here. It's like, dude, it's North Dakota, yeah, dude. Who, who fucking gives a shit? I mean, between the two, South Dakota's the only one we need to keep, you know, because that's got um, Mount Rushmore. The fucking North Dakota has nothing. Just let them all take it. Here, I mean, North Dakota, it's, it's yours. kind of like, uh, you know, an island out there, so. Yeah, just put them, <laughs> yeah, sure, take the whole fucking state. All of you. Yours. <laughs> And we lose the zero listeners that we have in North Dakota. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, they're, oh, I was going to say they're out forcibly raping someone with that South Dakota. I was about to say they're not Damn listening it. to us. Damn it. <laughs> hey, speaking of states that are fucking up, you know, I brought up that thing about that county in Florida, or not Florida, in California a couple weeks ago about them succeeding. They, um, they got another partner now, another county there, voted this week um, to succeed with them. Ooh. So now they're up to, between the two counties, they have a population of about 55,000. So they're trying to get, they said they want to try and incorporate about 12 more counties. And it's like very Northern California. So they're thinking if they can get a couple counties from Oregon to jump in with them. And then they're going to start working on their um, fucking putting together their new state of Jefferson. Which (laughs) I still think that's fucking awesome. They're not the only ones, you know, it's like... um, Colorado and Maryland both have um, some counties and stuff in that now that are working on putting together like a succession and stuff. Yeah. All right. If this ever were to have happened yeah. or ever to happen, it's going to be Texas that does it first. There's so many fucking idiotic douchebags yeah. that fucking have those bumper stickers and are all for it that yeah. like to spat their little uh, complete bullshit lies about Obamacare and all kinds of other stuff. I mean, <laughs> it's it's uh, it's fucking stupid. I was gonna say it's never gonna happen. It's just tough talk. Oh, we're not getting our way. Well, I mean, we don't want to be a part of the country more. When you really look at the approval ratings, I mean, we have a house that has. A, oh my god! Every time I look at it, are they in single digits yet? It was single digits <laughs> the last time I saw. It. I think they're down to like seven or eight percent. It's fucking disgusting, and yeah. I just I don't understand like. I mean, I I get it because most people are fucking stupid, but I don't understand how people can be that upset and not do anything about it. They're just like, eh, it's what it is. No, fuck that. If we know better, we need to fucking replace them. Yeah. Period. We've gone over this before. We obviously have the majority. What are they going to fight back with? Dude, it's... 
what the hell are they going to fight us back with? It's just ideology. If I mean, we, we march up there and fucking physically remove them from their seats. No, you can't do that. What the hell are they going to do about you, it? You get shot, you try and do that. And then what are they going to have on their hands? Uh, I don't know. They're going to have a much, much worse fight than what they have right now. And here's the, the fact of the matter is that they are so inept, so ridiculously wrapped up in their own bullshit, not to give two shits about you or me. And we just let them get away with it. Well, like I said before, you know, we went over this in the past and uh, I can't remember what show it was. I mean, we've we're done 50 now, so you know, they all run together. But what we talked about, you know, it's money and politics. It's the way they draw the lines and they get control and. People are so into their ideology. Like we said before, it's like, you know, I'm a Republican, so anything Republicans do is going to be great, or I'm a Democrat, so anything Democrats do is fine, you know? Yeah. It's like we talked about Democrats ripped on Bush for, like, wiretapping all the shit he did that was wrong, and then when Obama gets in, they continue to do it, but then the Democrats will, well, you know, it's... Uh, but it's, yeah, you it's know, Obama, we, though. But no, we changed it, you know, he so... He cares. You know, he went through the proper <laughs> channels, and it's... It's just the way it is. People are so weird about shit, man. I wouldn't necessarily say that he just continued it. He progressed it, too. Like, he he took a left turn, and he made it even more than what it was. Yeah. The only difference between him and Bush is Bush did it in secret, or he actually... It was out there the whole time. I don't understand why... I, I don't know. I don't really want to get into that shit again. It just... it's depressing to think about it. and they still do it yeah. it's like even with outrage you know it's one of those things that comes and goes people are outraged about the whole nsa thing for about two weeks and now you haven't heard about it for a month well i hear about a lot but that's because i actually educate myself and uh listen to great programs like the programs that you can find <laughs> on npr i know i plug them all the fucking time uh but i was listening to it the other week and they had these uh they were they were talking about nsa and uh the leaks of secret information and this that and the other and they had this one fucking cocksucker on there. And he kept on, like, trying to undermine uh, Edward Snowden mm -hmm. because he apparently doesn't have a high school diploma. Um, He's like, so I don't understand why the American government gives a guy license to that kind of information who doesn't even have a high school diploma. It's like, what? that's not the issue, you asshole. <laughs> it has nothing to do with his education. It has everything to do with the fact that he saw what the government was doing and said, that's fucking wrong, and decided to expose it. Well, you think their standards would be a little bit higher for the people they hire for those, but... Well, no, that's, that's credentialism, I know, essentially. I know. There are I know. plenty of smart motherfuckers out there that don't have a piece of paper that tells you that they're smart. Yep. Um, and that's something that I was talking to somebody today about because... Uh, uh, I'm not going to voice it on the air, but they asked me what my IQ was, and I told them what it was. And they're like, why are you doing what you're doing? And I'm like, well, not everybody who's smart is super successful. <laughs> I was like, because we don't value thinkers. We value monkeys who will do whatever they possibly can do to, uh, you know, pretty much uh, appease shareholders. Like, yeah, I'm probably smart enough to where I could be a CEO of a company. But unfortunately, I have empathy and morals and I can't do some of the I can't make some of the decisions that they make. I can't say, yeah, let's let's go ahead and buy that factory in China with the slave labor. I can't make that decision. Nah, not all CEOs are like that. I would completely and totally destroy any company that I became a part of because I would make them be fair. And I would try like hell to make sure 
everybody was taken care of. I wouldn't destroy him. And it would went it would go under. Either that or shareholders would get so pissed off that they would fucking try and throw me out. That's where the fucking problem <laughs> comes in. I think mean, we went over that before. It's like the CEO of Costco. That dude only makes like three hundred and fifty thousand a year, which is still a lot. But yeah. I mean for a CEO when they're making I think the average CEO pay is like in the three to five million range. Oh, yeah. CEOs usually make um, shit. I mean of money. they pay their their average employees get paid like twenty bucks an hour. They have benefits and you know and his shareholders are like, hey, you know, they're making billions of dollars of profit. I mean, the profit yeah. ratio is just as good as Walmart's, if not better, actually. And it's like, hey, you know, we can uh, pay our guys a little less. And, uh, you know, we could probably cut the benefits a little. And he's like, no, it's not how I roll. <laughs> and I mean, that's just the way it is. It's, it's like yeah, you said, but they also and, still purchase products that are probably being made by fucking oh, kids in india i probably i mean well jesus christ dude i think about 75 percent of the stuff you buy now it's like we talked earlier that's what i'm saying i would i would force us to build factories where we actually paid people fair wages yeah even overseas okay that, that's what i'm saying i would destroy pipe, pipe dream i would i would destroy any company that i became a ceo of yeah. but that's what i was trying to tell them i was like we don't value like <laughs> there was a time where I thought about becoming a uh, a philosophy major, but I was like, eh, yeah, I'm going to make no money whatsoever. Thinkers are not valued at all. Hey, man, you could have talked to Zoltan about that. He's got a philosophy degree. Yeah, but he's done a <laughs> lot more things with it than that. And he's got another degree, too. <laughs> yeah, it's in religious studies. So it's like fairy tales. <laughs> philosophy and fairy tales. Philosophy and fairy tales. And so he's got his degrees uh, in. By the way, if you haven't listened to the previous episode, I highly recommend checking it out where we did an interview with uh, Zoltan Isvan. Uh, very smart, um, uh, interesting individual. Yep. He's got a lot of fascinating tales and a really good book that I highly recommend. And I still... I still have not done the review on Amazon. I need to go fucking do that. Yeah, it's another thing. If you read it, put a review on Amazon for him. Show him some love. And then make sure you put a plug in for us. Say, yeah, I heard you on the Intellectual <laughs> Savers podcast. <laughs> God damn it. What a whore. Yeah, hook us up too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to get off these tense topics. I always save a couple stories and stuff. And unfortunately, my little buddy's not here. I saw this one. I don't know if you saw anything on this, but there's a new uh, drug making the rounds in Arizona. No, haven't heard of it. Oh, my God, dude. So um, this is really fucked up. So officials at the Banner Poison Control Center in Phoenix announced that they've uh, responded to two cases of people using a drug called Crocodile. It's a synthetic heroin knockoff that is popular in Russia. The thing about this drug is it's... I have heard of that. It's these the, cases. The Russian, yeah, I never heard it, and but these are the first two cases where it's popped up over here. And what it is is they take um, codeine from painkillers, and codeine, like over here, you know, of course we can't get it. Yeah. But over in Russia, you can just walk up and buy it. They don't have like, um, well, they do now. They have a ban on it, but they didn't have a ban until recently. And then they would take it and they mix it with either iodine, gasoline, paint thinner cleaning oils, lighter fluids. I mean, just the most toxic. Because that's definitely something you want to ingest, right? Oh, my God, dude. It would no way affect your brain chemistry. So they mix <laughs> it they, and distill it together, and it turns into like a little brown tar substance, like heroin. They call it um, desimorphine. And they say it's actually more powerful than heroin. And the problem with it is, is when they mix the ingredients together and stuff, of course, they don't always bond like the greens will say separated so yeah. these fuckers are injecting this shit into them so they're basically injecting like pure 
chemicals like fuels and stuff inside of them. And what it does is it starts rotting their flesh on the inside. So like literally it'll rot their flesh to the bone. And there's like pictures of it on the internet. You guys have to go check it out. It's called crocodile uh, with a K. Like crocodile, only spelled with K instead of C's. And um, you look that shit up and there's pictures of people and it's just, it's so gross, dude. I mean, it's like their shit is just like turning black and stuff. And you could see like where the flesh is just falling off and you like, you can literally see like their bones and stuff. Wow. So it's like, that's worth it. So be on the lookout for that. So this is, I wanted to bring that because you guys are always talk about, oh, we need to legalize every drug. No, we don't. That's the kind of shit right there, man. <laughs> if you legalize everything, you get these synthetics that people make. That's where fucking problems come in. Well, you see, here's the thing. When you legalize drugs. Oof. I know you can regulate them. You can regulate that. So if it's not bonding, yeah. they dump the research on that project and they say, nah, let's go to something else. Ugh. I don't know. That's some scary shit, though, man. But you know what? Fuck them. I mean, and it, it's obvious that the government doesn't give two shits about if it's uh, healthy or can potentially kill you. Otherwise, cigarettes would have been banned a long time ago. Alcohol would Ooh. have been banned a long time ago. Hey, hey, those are big companies that make a lot of money. I am just saying, if that was, <laughs> if we're so fucking moral, then yeah. why aren't those fucking illegal? Hey. If we're such a fucking moral uh, country, it's a load of shit. Yep. All it is is a way to get people into the prison system and fucking pretty much try and take as much money away from them as possible. And it's it's just disgusting. Well, it's like we I know you brought it up before, like the whole reason they initially started banning marijuana is because of the Hispanic involvement, I think, within mm-hmm. it. I mean, that's the thing with yeah, tobacco. They, they were afraid that there would be like a huge uh, transplant you yeah. know, of uh, Mexicans coming into the United States. And the same with cocaine. They they thought that it was like yeah, inciting blacks to rape white women and all <laughs> kinds of other shit. I mean, they come up with all this asinine bullshit to make it illegal. And then now it's turned into something else. It's turned into, uh, well, we have to keep it illegal because we want to keep putting these people back into the prison system. Yep. You know, it, it's fucking gross and disgusting. Well, the thing with tobacco and, you know alcohol and stuff i mean think about that shit started way back that was started by white families and stuff you know you had the sharecroppers yeah. with the tobacco i mean that's that's where it comes from you know like you said the marijuana thing it was more of a minority thing and there's some other things involved with it and you know you had the old rich white people that, well it just just yeah. look at the names and the terminology we have uh tobacco and it was always touted you know especially back in the day as like a, a luxury or you know a sophisticated thing yeah and then what do the slaves smoke weed what do you think of when you think of a weed like it's trash right yeah that that goes to show you exactly the mentality and the mindset they were lower people you know in their eyes mm-hmm. so yeah of course they made it illegal because they used it and then they you know the mexicans were trying to get over here so we can't have all that shit yeah i think you know, they brought up like uh, the cannabis and the cocaña coming up from South America. I know there's a drug. <laughs> I saw this story, a drug that we've created that's made its way down to South America. I think that one guy wishes that we wouldn't have created. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this. This uh, 66-year-old guy in Colombia reported that he had to have his uh, penis amputated after overdosing on Viagra. Um, this is pretty awesome. He admitted himself to the hospital, and um, after they... He okay. He had an erection for several days, so he went to the hospital and stuff. And they looked at his uh, fucking engorged wiener and said, mm, "Yeah, we can't help you. You need to get to a fucking medical facility immediately." 
they diagnosed him with a penile fracture and swellings and symptoms of gangrene. Oh. Said they had to cut his his fucking wiener off. And the reason he said he fucking took so much of the Viagra is because he was trying to impress his new young girlfriend. <laughs> oh, man. It's like, dude, do you not read the fucking thing? It says four hours or greater. He said several days he had a fucking erection. <laughs> a penile fracture? First of all, that'd be hard to sleep because every time you fucking roll over, that's probably how he fractured it. That's fucking painful. Plus, I don't know, some guys, I can't speak for everybody, but man, if you get the erection sometimes, that shit kind of points up in the air and you're trying to piss and stuff. That's a fucking toughie, man. Trying to do one of those maneuvers, bending over and pushing it down. And I've been... What, are you squatting when you do it? I'm trying to... That's No, man. It, no, you'd you, have to, like, you lean up against the wall, dude. Yeah, you gotta lean up against the wall and like, kind of fucking like, bend over. and. Yeah, you put your feet way oh, back and you put work. your hands on the wall. And oh, you're it's, the, like, it's the fucking war. It's like you're stretching your hammies. <laughs> you got the, it, it's it'll be pointing. You, oh, know, you kind of gotta man. you gotta be careful though. You gotta make sure your aim's good. Yeah, you know they tell you that it's like trying to get rid of the bone. Like you try and start thinking of like you know dead puppies and shit like that, and see if it'll go down. It's like it doesn't work. Like the only thing I found that'll work is like you almost have to fucking like hold your breath or something. Like just fucking cut off all goddamn oxygen <laughs> and stuff, and just. <laughs> it's like choke yourself out. It's almost like you know the autoerotic asphyxiation, but. You know, it's to try to fucking get your... Start doing really quick breaths. <laughs> <laughs> like holding it as long as you can. <laughs> Please, God, just go away. <laughs> fucking boner. So I feel bad for this guy. Yeah, I was gonna. That, that definitely sounds like a really shitty couple of days. So, yeah, don't do um, fucking crocodile and don't fucking overdose on Viagra. Because <laughs> both of them will make you lose a big hunk of flesh. No, not so much... Well, fuck it. <laughs> I, don't know. I just, I'm trying to, I'm just thinking of fucking trying to piss with the goddamn Stephanie. It's so fucking hard. Um, so I came across a, uh, a story I think, uh, I think you might like. Mm. Um, I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> so a, uh, woman in Utah has pled guilty to attempted criminal, uh, solicitation and possession of a dangerous weapon. Uh, by a restricted person after pursuing her husband to shoot their neighbor. Can you take a guess as to why she wanted him to shoot their neighbor? Let me see. Uh, their dog shit on their lawn. Nope. He wouldn't pick it up. Think of... Well, no, you're never going to guess this. Uh, she was claiming that she was a victim of telepathic rape. Oh. That's right. <laughs> I, I telepathically rape women all the time. <laughs> so, I, according what, to Melanie... What does that mean exactly? I, I have no fucking idea. I'm so confused about that. Uh, so, Melanie's selling it. She w- uh, bought a gun illegally. Okay. Because uh, uh, she couldn't purchase one. And then Michael, her husband... He couldn't purchase it legally because he's a violent felon. Okay. Um, <laughs> so they're solid already. Yeah. And wanted him to or shoot their uh, neighbor, uh, Pierce, who was working in his yard. And then Michael later told police that Pierce had been telepathically raping his wife for years and was using crack cocaine to control her mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so he's given her crack, so he can control her mind. Apparently, okay. And then he telepathically rapes her. Okay. Why? 
why you wouldn't just like control a person's mind to just physically suck you off. I don't know. Yeah. Why you'd have to control their mind and then telepathically rape them. Not quite sure about the logic there. Okay. <laughs> so nothing was going on. It was just he was getting in her head and raping her. Yeah. In her, in her head. Okay. Apparently. Okay. Allegedly. <laughs> this is fucking, <laughs> just fucking crazy. Uh, so a judge found Michael competent to stand trial despite some hesitancy from uh, mental health evaluators. Wonder why. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, so he did plead guilty along with... Uh, Along with her, and uh, yeah, so that that's uh, they they are in uh, state hospitals receiving treatment. Apparently, <laughs> it sounds like sounds probably like a good idea. Um, <laughs> as of right now, but uh, her sentencing hasn't come down yet. It's going to be uh, taking place uh, on October thirty first. Oh, well, so that's appropriate. Look out for uh, that gem of a fucking trial. God damn, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, people just get fucking crazier and crazier. Speaking of crazy people, you mentioned the whole thing about Kansas with the um, the prayer. Kansas had a couple things this week. Like I said, I think they're trying to give North Carolina a run for the money. I mean, they'll never be in the class of Florida and Texas. I mean, we are superior to all the rest when it comes to crazy. But, um, yeah, so the school board there voted this week to allow student prayer. Um, and... The thing about it is, like, kids can pray in school. I mean, that's fine. I mean, when I was in school, I know we had a couple kids. They'd bring their fucking Bibles, and they'd sit at the table during lunch together, and they'd all fucking pray and stuff. Weirdos, but whatever. I mean, that's what you're into. You do it. But that's, like, free time. Yeah. That's when they they can do whatever, but essentially. What, but what they're doing is they're allowing them to do student prayer during, like, activities, like, inside school, outside school, and use the public address system at the school, which is... So, over the PA. Yes, over the PA, which is illegal because this case was already fought in 2000 in Santa Fe uh, when their school district um, lost a decision to the Supreme Court that ruled that students weren't allowed to use public address systems to pray at football games because it violated the Establishment Clause. So, yeah, because not everybody listening is a Christian. So I, they just, they're just opening themselves up for a fucking lawsuit there. But that one... I mean, that's fine. Whatever. That'll go to lawsuit. They're going to waste a bunch of taxpayer money. It's just more time where you got Christians trying to ram their shit down your throat. You know, I love it. Like anytime atheists protest it. Oh, well, you know, you guys can't do Oh, you're trying to take away our religious freedom. It's like, no, this no. is a public fucking government run building. Yeah. And there's a separation there. It's like they just said, it's in the establishment clause. It's, you're not allowed to fucking force your religion on me. That's kind of the point. Yeah, they just, I don't know why they don't get that. It's like, um, I'm paying tax dollars. So Here's why they don't get it. School. Is because they, and this is legit. Some of them actually truly think that atheism is a religion. Yeah. It doesn't make sense at all, but they really think that atheism is a religion. You know the IRS... Um, and our God is science. The IRS gave um, a religious like status to atheism for tax exemption and stuff, right? I'm just saying they did that. That that's probably a ploy by Fox News or some shit. Oh, they really did. I, I know. I'm, <laughs> so I, then they can claim it's a religion and I, fucking. Try I think and, I think that's what they did. That's fucking bullshit. But that one wasn't so bad. But this why, is why the fuck would atheism get data. under religious? Like if they gave them tax exempt status under like a community organization or something like that, that's fine. 
but under a religious pretext, there's a that's a load of shit and a blatant fucking lie. Just a quick note before I go on this: in the UK right now, there's a group of atheists, and they're trying to put together um, like a dozen congregation stuff throughout the world, and it's going to be like an atheist church where atheists can congregate. What? It's not going. They're not calling it a church, but that's. It's kind of, it's fucking weird. I don't I'm understand. all about doing like get togethers and shit. And yeah. Like I was a part of fucking beer and yeah, hang I, out. I was part of an atheist group where we just kind of went and grabbed some beers and hung out and shot the shit and made fun of religious people. And there's, stuff. A, there's a lot of people pissed about it just because it's like, don't fucking do this. Well, it's because, because it, it is a, it is an isolated group mm-hmm. and it, it's not something that really comes up in conversation that much. It's not something that you want to go around and say, Hey, I'm an atheist. Are you too? Let's be friends. You know? <laughs> You know, it's, and not only that, but a lot of, like, for myself, for example, I don't have a ton of atheist friends. Most of my friends are religious one way or the other. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of difficult for me to really be brutally honest and vent everything out in front of my religious friends. Uh, So it's good to kind of have that. But, I mean, having a congregation and shit, like, what the fuck are they going to do? What are they going to talk about? I don't know. How they don't believe in God again. They're and uh, Man, by God? the way, no, if, if uh, I had a kid and they did prayers over the uh, PA system at school, I would uh, definitely go to the principal and say that we're Pastafarians and then make him pray to the pasta God. See, that one, <laughs> that makes me insane just because of the fact that it's like they're just wasting everybody's time doing it. This is the one that came out today. I, I saw this story. This is Kansas again. This is the one that I think you'll laugh. I mean, there's so much ridiculousness in this. And this is one that kind of made me scratch my head. Like, why, just why do these Christian groups fucking do this? Um, two different Christian groups filed a lawsuit, <clears throat> excuse me, in a federal district court challenging uh, Kansas's Board of Education because they had a decision to implement a new statewide set of scientific standards. Oh, no. This is, it's a real vague because they don't say, but I'm assuming it's going to be about evolution. Probably. And, you know. Like yep. actual science, you know, <laughs> stuff How that's been studied and proven. they try and learn things that are real? So according to one of the groups uh, called Pacific Justice Institute, the teachings of science in all the states, um, public schools could create a hostile learning environment for those of faith. Uh, the Institute, which purports to defend religious freedom, parental rights, and other civil liberties, is challenging the fact that the new science standards do not give equal weight to the Christian creationism. It's because it's not real science, you fucking morons. Dude, I, it's, it, that makes you crazy. And then here's the other group. Just listen to some of this shit. The other group called Citizens for Objective Public Education. Oh, shit. I always love the names they give these things. Uh, they filed their suit demanding that the new curriculum not be instituted, uh, they say, because, um, well, the group said because the science standards would have the effect of causing Kansas public schools to establish and endorse a non-theistic religious worldview, which the group said is a violation of their First and Fourteenth Amendment rights. <sighs> then they continued by saying that the science standards have a concealed orthodoxy that has been on undermining the views of the faith. And then they followed up with this. This is the last thing I got on here, and this is my favorite. It said, the statement went on to say that the teachings 
the materialistic, atheistic ideas to primary school children whose minds are susceptible to blindly accepting them as true is unconstitutional and dangerous, and therefore the new science standards must be stopped. Yeah, because you don't fucking do that in your fucking church when you're telling them that they have a loving God that gives a shit about them. Meanwhile, when they actually read the fucking thing, it talks about how it's okay to have slaves. It's okay to rape women as long as you fucking pay their... uh, their fucking father 50 pieces of silver and marry them go fuck yourself dude i'm sorry science is about reality <laughs> they take things that are completely objective they do not think about a god at all they objectively look at the world around them and try to evaluate it and then even when they do evaluate it it's got to be backed up by other fucking smart scientists that say hey, you know what? You were a little bit wrong on this. We actually found this. And they're like, oh, really? I need to retest my shit. And then they publish fucking journals. And then the scientific community embraces that. And then once new science comes around that's got a better explanation for what's going on, they put that in place. It's an ever-evolving thing because they understand that we don't fucking know everything. I knew that'd get you going. The presumption of a god (laughs) means that you fucking know everything. Amen. But those school kids, you don't want to give them And it's not a fucking agenda, you jackasses it's the fact that it goes against your old outdated completely non-scientifically based book but eric they have zero right to be in any kind of scientific field period you're basing everything off of a book that was written before there was even a word for science but they didn't understand weather patterns they didn't know the basics of gravity they didn't know that shit now if they came out and said that instead of their little antiquated fucking whatever the hell names they give their fucking little organizations i would at least give them a little bit respect if they came out and said our organization is called jesus wrote a velociraptor (laughs) and then i go oh well i know exactly what you're talking about but they give these like little things about like they're somehow scientists. No, you're not a fucking scientist whatsoever. No, Eric. They said they're the citizens for objective public education. Obje- whatever. <laughs> That's such convoluted fucking propaganda. That made me laugh so much because it's like I I've seen the I, I'm sure a lot of people have. If you haven't, you got to see the the documentary Jesus Camp and the the woman who runs the camp. T- for the kids and stuff. They ask her about that, you know, about the getting the kids. She goes, oh, we have to get the little kids in here because the kids are the ones we can mold. It's like, they know. That's why they're so pissed. We're like, hey, whoa, we don't need them learning the truth about science. We don't need these kids because these kids, they'll absorb that shit like a sponge. It's our job to corrupt them with uh, fairy tales and shit at this age. You fuckers need to back off with that. <laughs> oh, it's so fucking great, man. I knew you'd love that, but that's the one there that got me fucking going. I was like, I can't believe it. It just irritates the shit out of me. Yeah, I remember Fox News going off like a couple weeks ago because they had that court case where they're trying to take, you know, God out of the Pledge of Allegiance and they made a big deal about, oh, these atheists, they just keep trying to push themselves on us. And it's like, no. No, we're trying to shove you out of our lives. We just, jackasses. It's like, there's a difference. We don't believe any of this shit, so we're not trying to push a belief on you because we don't have a belief. We just don't want you pushing yours yeah. on us. What you do There's within your four walls is your own fucking business. Yeah. Go do some crocodile and fucking take some Viagra and pray to Jesus or whatever I mean, you want to do. Even though if within your four walls you're fucking uh, manipulating and brainwashing your children, yeah, which I do have issue with. I, I think that all Christians should like be hands-off as far as that with their kids and let them grow up learning 
critical thinking, science, English, math, and all the other curriculum that they need. Let them graduate high school and then let them make up their own fucking mind. Mm-hmm. You don't need to make up their mind for them. Because more than likely, especially increasingly now, they're going to grow up and realize, uh, yeah, my mom and dad fucking lied to me yeah. my entire fucking life. <laughs> I thought it was just about Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny that lied to me. About- nope, they were lying about a lot of other shit. Easter Bunny, Jesus, same difference. And now your credibility goes way fucking out the window because once they actually go and they learn real shit when they go to college, it's done. Fucking done. You got anything else? No, I could probably rant on for another 40 minutes about that bullshit. I was going to say that (laughs) I knew that would get you going. (laughs) But we probably need to go on. Yeah, let's go ahead and wrap this up and get to the topic. It's the dick of the week. Bogs. Bog sucks. Uh, yeah, my dick of the week is Bogs. <laughs> that fucking cocksucker. God damn him. No, actually, um, I'm just gonna, this was a real short one. It's uh, easily Ted Cruz. He's been the one all over the news this week and stuff. I mean, I would usually like to pick someone who's a little bit default or not so much of the default, but in this case, I really couldn't think of anybody better than him. Um, of course, he did his fake filibuster, which wasn't a real filibuster because he got with the Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid beforehand, and they already had a thing worked out where he was going to have to give up the podium by noon the next day so they could have the vote on the bill that he was fake filibustering um, because he was warning everybody they had to vote against it because we had to defund Obamacare, even though the bill that was up actually had a provision in it to defund Obamacare. And as he filibustered for 21 hours, he then... Voted for the bill that he told yeah, everybody I, not to vote for. I, when I heard, like, I heard that over NPR, and I was like, did I just hear that right? No, you heard it right. He filibustered what he was voting for. It's, dude. What? It it makes perfect conservative sense. But he's, huh? he's such a retard. But the, one of the funniest parts of the night was... Um, during his speech, he read a book to his kids. And, uh, of course, it was the Green Eggs and Ham, which he took so much pleasure reading. Um, and I wanted, uh, we got a little clip of it, just because you can hear a little bit of the dramatic reading from Ted Cruz, if you didn't hear it. Genius. I do not like Green Eggs and Ham. I do not like them, Sam I am. You do not like them, so you say. Try them, try them. And you may. Try them and you may, I say. Sam, if you will let me be, I will try them. You will see. And then through this page, he is simply holding green eggs and ham on a fork, preparing to bite them. Say, I like green eggs and ham. I do. I like them, Sam, I am. And I would eat them in a boat. And I would eat them with a goat. I just wanted to leave the last part on where he'd eat them with a goat because I thought it was funny. But um, the funniest part about that story that he picked was, so he's up there bitching about Obamacare and how it's ruining the country and destroying it, even though it hasn't even taken effect yet. It doesn't even take full effect until January 1st. People start next week being able to register for those exchanges and to, for the health insurance. But no one's really going to know the, the total effect. I mean, there's been a, a shit ton of studies done on it, this and that, whatever. But the fact that he was going off on it, how much he hates it, even though he doesn't have any idea what it's really going to do. And then he reads that story. And to me, it's the funniest thing because that story 
it's perfect for a kid's story, too. You think he'd be able to comprehend it. It's about Sam I Am, which is a douchebag who a guy offers him the green eggs and ham, and he's just fucking, I'm not going to fucking eat them. Fuck you. Stick your green eggs and your ham up your ass. Get them on my goddamn face. And he's just a little shit. And then finally, the dude's like, have you ever even tried them? He's like, no, nah, I never tried them. He goes, hey, fucking try them. He eats them. He's like, these are fucking awesome. I love these fucking things. It's like, that's the point. It's like, you don't know shit about Obamacare. Why You're, don't you just give it a try? Just give it a fucking like it. try. <laughs> it's like, did you, you read that story, it's like, could you not even comprehend to get the point of it? It's like, it, it doesn't have like a fucking well, Princeton degree or something. I mean, do you, he do you honestly expect anything from a guy that's filibustering something that he's voting for? No, I don't actually. That's, I mean, really, coming from that logic, like that's our fine senator from Texas. There, that's that's nothing too surprising. The great at all, Ted Cruz, next president of the United States. No, that's <laughs> why so I don't vote. Oh, Christ, so that's it. Boggs and Ted Cruz, dicks of the week. <laughs> They're all jackasses. <laughs> Fuck you, Boggs. Yeah, that's uh, pretty terrible. Anyway, the topic of the week is capital punishment. What? Oh, my God. That's right. I got notes for the wrong show then. Oh, fuck. What do you have notes for? Death penalty. Oh. Isn't that the same thing? <laughs> oh, yeah, it is the same thing. My bad. I was doing Sorry, my... I used the fancy word for it. <laughs> I was going to say, let's dumb it down. I don't know about our audience. Whoa. What? Whoa. Whoa. What? Whoa. What? All right, I'm going to defend you, audience. That was a backhanded remark. <laughs> nah, man. And I'm, you need to apologize right now to our listeners. I love all 12 of you so much. I think we have more than 12. Okay, 20. Maybe 22. <laughs> we gain one for every show, so we got at least 50 now, I'm sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Where do we start with the death penalty? I got some fun fact stuff. I don't know if you want to... I could give the... Extremely brief history. Uh, we we can go over the factual stuff and statistics and whatever. And Got then, it all, man. And then we'll go into uh, the opinionated shit. I think we should finish with the fucking argument because I have a feeling we might disagree on this a little. I don't oh, know. Really? I don't know. I don't. I don't know where you stand on it. That's a good thing about these shows. We don't fucking coordinate for shit. Before. Oh, not at all. <laughs> so, not at fucking all. We might have fisticuffs at the end of this one. Yeah, I pulled some historical stuff just for shits and giggles. Um, the very first death penalty like the code for it was um back in 1700 bc they found a stone they call it the code of um hammurabi it was the first document that contained um death penalty laws and it says under the code uh, there were 25 crimes that were punishable by death the crimes inc- included adultery and um helping slaves escape but of the 25 murder wasn't one of them so that was pretty awesome uh-huh. you could fucking just kill people left and right and you wouldn't get the death I penalty i mean that sort of makes sense because that's the argument of a lot of people is like you're murdering people to tell them that murder is not right. It's logical to me. But in, in according to that <laughs> stone, they're they're at least not being hypocritical. They're saying, look, we're going to fucking kill you. Yeah. But it's okay to kill. Yeah. Yeah. You can uh, stick your, if you stick your wiener in your best friend's buddy or if you're telepathically raping. You're, yeah. You're dead. Yeah. You're fucking dead. But you kill somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. You know. They're probably trying to help a slave escape anyway. <laughs> they probably deserved it. <laughs> and uh, 1608 was the first recorded execution in the British American colonies. It was for treason. Captain George Kendall was hanged. Mm. Um, I'm just going to run down some quick dates and just give you some highlights here. This will be quick. April 30th, of 1790, the first U.S. Congress established the federal death penalty. Okay. 
June 25th of 1790, the first person was executed. So it only took a couple months before they put that fucker in effect. Oh, shit. Killed Thomas Byrd of Massachusetts. And don't ask me what he did, because I have no fucking clue. <laughs> Look uh, it up. Google. Yeah, you go Google it. Uh, 1846, Michigan becomes the first state to abolish capital punishment except for treason. Yeah. In 1852, Rhode Island became the first state to outlaw the death penalty for all crimes, including treason. <laughs> and then this is the one I found that I thought was really interesting. Um, August 6th of 1890, New York performed, uh, performed the first execution by electrocution. And they used it with the assistance of Thomas Edison and uh, like his engineers. I didn't realize this before. Thomas Edison was a real cocksucker, man. Yep. Oh, no, no, no. I know this. And uh, I've had many arguments with people about Thomas Edison because they're like, oh, man, Thomas Edison. Was just I'm like, no, he was a fucking cocksucker. The real fucking pimp of electricity back in the day mm-hmm. was Tesla. Yes. Nikola Tesla was the shit. And yep. here's the thing. And this is why. And I know this is way fucking off topic already. <laughs> um, the reason why. Ne- do, you, do you know why Nikola Tesla went under? I saw the movie. But I can't remember. <laughs> Do you, you don't know why? <laughs> no. He went under and pretty much all of his funding was stripped from him time. because he wanted to give it away. Yeah. He wanted to give it away for free. That's a, He would have made a poor CEO too. Once he let everybody know that, all of his funding vanished. And so then they went to the cocksucker known as Thomas Edison <laughs> who would whore out his fucking electricity to anybody who'd give him a fucking dollar. Yep. And they were like, oh, this is definitely good for us because we can make money off of this bullshit. But Tesla, all of his funding went away. He was working on all kinds of crazy shit, and he never got to finish any of it because all of it got funded because yeah, he, he wanted to give it away for free. Tesla was How dare he want to better mankind and give us something that would benefit our lives for free? What yeah. a douche. Well, that's not the American way. But so, like you said, Edison, I mean, he was douchey because of that. Yeah. He basically stole or borrowed uh, Tesla's uh, hard work and turned into his own. But uh, No, because they were working on two different kind of things. Yeah, but, I mean, Tesla was, like, the very first one that really... Oh, yeah, yeah. Tesla was definitely, like... I mean, he was the groundbreaker. Yeah. Um, but where I was going with this was, like I said, the first execution performance was um, based on Thomas Edison and some of his engineers. And what Thomas Edison did was he started doing uh, experimentation with the whole ACDC power and everything mm-hmm. and showing how it worked. And... Um, in order to he he did demonstrations uh, to people to show them how electrocution would be like a painless form of uh, executions and stuff, and he did this by demonstrating on animals. It said that he killed just hundreds of dogs and cats in the New oh, Jersey yeah. area sh- yep. by electrocution. The most fucked up thing, and I there's an actual video of this. If you guys go to YouTube and look, um, he performed to show that the power it had enough power to take out a human by killing an elephant in 1903. Uh, Topsy the elephant <laughs> it was an elephant at one of the zoos there in New York and they had killed like uh, three of its trainers so he rigged it up to this fucking harness and stuff and they electrocuted the elephant to show that like look look how powerful this and look how fast it could kill it you know and then after that they're like hey that's fucking great let's use that to kill people so that's where they got the idea for the electric chair was Thomas Edison's fucking killing of animals and stuff what a douche I, I just I thought that was neat I didn't know that so like I said, man, we do the show. Start looking at shit. I learn stuff myself. Yeah, I I, I knew about that kind of. Don't fucking ruin my buzz here, man. I, <laughs> um, February eighth, nineteen twenty four, the first uh, execution by gas chamber was carried out, and uh, I like this. The backstory on this: the man executed, his name was G. John. He was a member of a Chinese gang who was convicted of uh, 
murdering rival gang members. 1924. <laughs> uh, August 14th of 1936 was the last public execution that was ever performed. And then we get to the modern times and all that fun stuff. So that's a quick history of uh, murder and executions and death and stuff and fun things. Fantastic. Yeah. So Thomas Edison is my favorite story of the things. The other people who fuck them, who cares? But that I thought that was really fascinating. Like I said, it's amazing. It took place, that elephant thing is in 1903. They actually have video of it. You can yeah. find it online. Because I had to look it up. I'm like, I'm going to see this. Yep. So, uh, just some s- current statistics as of, uh, I think this is of, as of uh, May of this year. So, the number of United States with the death penalty is 35. 32. Really? Who's mm-hmm. banned it since then? Um, Connecticut, Maryland, New Mexico. But... All the people that were previously, they didn't retro make it retro, so any of the people that were on death row when they banned it are still going to be put to death. Uh-huh. So they're still fucked. So it's kind of 35, but after the death row mates in those three states are gone. Then. And that happened after May of this year? Um, I know that Maryland just happened. Okay. Like, literally, like I think it happened a couple months ago. The other two I'm not so sure yeah. about. Well, so I'm a little bit behind the times here. Um. The total number of executions, and this is just uh, United States, of course, uh, since 1976 is 1,226. Uh, the numbers of execution in uh, 2010 was 38. Uh, here's a fun one, and this is <laughs> a great, uh, and this is just because of recent you know, forensics and stuff like that. The number of people released from death row with evidence of their innocence is 130. That's something I was going to bring up. I don't want to get too off topic. I don't want you to keep going, but I just want to point that out. Think of it this way. We've had about 1,300 people executed, and we've had 130 That's let go. That's what I'm saying. So if those people would have been <laughs> murdered, if they would have been Not executed. Not only that, but this is, uh, you know, 1,226 since 1976. And then you got to think about, you know, forensics and the development of all that stuff that's been around. And there's been 130. That's that's what I was going to say. That's within like the decade. You're talking about if those people would have been executed, too, you're talking about 9% of people executed were innocent. And like you're saying, that's before, you know, about what when did DNA really come in? Like early 90s, late 80s? Yeah, is, but they I mean, really it, didn't use it yeah, I to mean, look at previous uh so previous penalties. Yeah, I mean, you got to think, dude. They really started to become popular to repeal and look at uh, forensics in like the early uh, 2000s. So people need to think about that. I mean, you're talking at least let's just say 10 percent and probably more than that of people who are on death row now. Good chance they're innocent. So you Good have chance. a lot of these people that are on death row that are innocent and some people that have been uh, released because the evidence shows their innocence. Mm. Um, but the percentage of people who support the death penalty still remains 65%. Yeah. Um, in 2009, there were 106 death sentences given. The average cost is $2.4 million per case. That's ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw some... I tried to look that up because that's one of those things that people always bring out is the cost, like the difference between, you know, someone getting life in prison or someone. So much fucking money because in a a lot of these uh, states, the instant that somebody gets the death penalty, it's automatically uh, uh, whatever the fuck you call it. I'm having a brain fart where they kind of have to go back and review all the evidence again. Yeah. Like they, automatically. So yeah, it's you, just constantly wasting man hours. Yeah. You all, they always get retrials and stuff. For court it, fees, attorney fees, 
blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I tried to find that, and it's it's impossible because every state's so much different. But I found a few just to kind of, you know, kind of point out how obscene it is. Um, Kansas did a study on their state, which Kansas is state of the night. Um, the cost of the death penalty cases there were 70% more than a comparable non-death penalty case. 70%. Uh, Tennessee, the average cost was 48% more. In Maryland, they said that the cases cost about three times more, or roughly $3 million for a single case for a death penalty case. In California, they said their system cost them about $137 million a year, and without the death penalty, it would only cost $11 million. <laughs> Isn't that fucking ridiculous? Because, yeah, they always, like you said, they always get retrials yeah. because, you know, it's just automatic. Yeah, you know? yeah a, lot of the, a lot of the states have just automatic retrials because it's... <clears throat> well, yeah, they have to. They want to make sure... And like you um, said, and then we still let off, you know, how fucking ten percent right. of the people who go, but oh, it's yeah. a goddamn shame. Um, some of the the funner stats, um, execution methods. There's been uh, one thousand fifty two lethal injection, uh, one hundred fifty seven electrocution, eleven gas chamber, three hanging, three by firing squad. Um, executions by regions. Obviously, who takes the winner? The South. South. <laughs> what 1,010. A- uh, Midwest is uh, not even a close second with 143. <laughs> the West is 69. And the Northeast, which is probably the most progressive, is only four. Yeah. But if you take Texas and Virginia combined, what do you think it is? Well, Texas does about 50% of the fucking things by itself. So Execution by region with... Uh, so. It was uh, 1,010 was the South. Texas and Virginia combined is 570. I was going to say, <laughs> they, they easily have to be. So we kill a lot of fuckers between the two of us. Oh, Texas is the best, man. Uh, and here's some interesting ones. And I was actually kind of surprised by some of this. Uh, I wasn't surprised by the second percentages, but the first percentages, race of defendants executed, 56% were white. Which isn't. Kind of surprised at that. It's surprising, but when you think... Uh, 35% were black, 7 uh, were Hispanic, and But then think of the other. population, though, you know, if you look at True, it that way. But that that's kind of surprising to me. I, I was expecting it to be majority black. But this is not a surprising statistic whatsoever. The race of the victim in a death penalty case, 76% were white. <laughs> yeah. 15% were black, 6 Hispanic. 3% other. Yeah, I screwed up. I didn't pull the numbers off. I saw that where they did the breakdown where if the victim was white, the percent, the oh, chances yeah. of so death penalty being I was surprised was, at the executed uh, percentages. I, I thought it was going to be majority black, uh, but it was majority white. I was a little bit surprised by that. But then again, you can also make an argument that they really didn't try cases of yeah. black people, you know, back in uh, the slavery time. <laughs> yeah, there's so no trials I'm there. I'm pretty sure the percentages are way higher if you factor in all that. <laughs> this is just by court, you know, executed. Um, but the, the victim, I had n- no shocker there whatsoever that the vast majority is white. No surprise whatsoever. Yeah, I should have looked at a breakdown. I. I saw right now they're saying there's about a little over 3,100 people on death row right now. I should have tried to find something with the breakdown of the numbers on. Yeah, how there's, that's there's quite a bit. I The only statistics that I could find and that were really good were uh, unfortunately dated. They're from uh, 2008. Um, and as of that date, 
Texas obviously is number one. Uh, we had 405 executions at that moment. I think now we're over 500. Oh right? my god, yeah. Um. So yeah, we've definitely. Uh, I think since 2008, somewhere. we've been trucking along, baby. Um. And then the number of people on death row at that moment were 370. Um. California at that time had the most on death row. They had uh, 669. Um, but they only executed 13. Yeah. <laughs> well, their population is like triple the amount of the next largest state. Or yeah. Rest as well, uh, or Florida York, so. obviously was high as well. They had 388 on death row and then they executed 64. Uh, Virginia, like I said, they're, they definitely wrapped up with Texas as far as that. But even this, as far as the 2008 numbers, they executed 98 and they had only had 20 on death row. It's kind of surprising there. So I guess there, I guess Virginia's more, um, uh, what what's the best way to term it? Uh, efficient. <laughs> <laughs> if they only have twenty on death row, but they kill ninety eight, <laughs> streamline the fucking process. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta hurry up and take them out before they got a chance to go back and check the DNA evidence. Do you, do you have any more uh, fun facts in, over there? Uh, I one little thing I kind of want to go through. I think um, the only thing I want to add on that is. Just to the fact that besides the United States, or I should say the only other country other than the United States that has a death penalty is Japan, which is amazing. So uh, don't kill anybody in the States. Don't kill anybody in Japan if you don't want to get the juice. Um, The other thing I saw was, you know, you start talking about whether or not the death penalty has an effect, you know, on murders or not. And um it's funny, I looked up a ton of studies, like uh, the National Academy of Sciences has done a lot of work on it, but they're so inconclusive because there's so many factors, you know, like, you know, did the people know in the States whether or not there was death penalties? I mean, you know, did, I mean, did they you know, know that there was a possibility of life without parole instead? Or, I mean, there's just so many factors, and do people really know when they're in the heat of passion? Um one of the things I thought was interesting, they said that, um, oh, this is fact, this is something they said, but death penalty states currently have 35% more murders per capita than states that have abolished the death penalty. So evidently, it's not really causing them to... Yeah, I thought it was a deterrent. Yeah, it's not working too good, evidently. And like, for instance, this is one of the examples they gave was Texas, which executes a dozen inmates a year, has a higher murder rate than Colorado, which has executed one murderer in the last four decades. So, I mean, I don't know. It, like I said, they did all these studies, and it's it's more almost opinion. I mean, you can look at those numbers and say, well, I mean, 35% more murders in states that have it than don't. I mean, you know, Texas executes a shit ton more than Colorado, and we have a higher murder rate. And, I mean, the numbers kind of bore out that there's really no evidence for it. But, like I said, it's one of those things where there's so many factors involved. It's almost like the whole money situation. Like I said, you go from state to state. But if you look at, like we pointed out, the few states, the differences between a death penalty case versus a regular one, where you look at these for deterrence and stuff, none of them favor you know, the death penalty being worth the cost of what it it is, you know. So, I don't know. It's nonsense. Well, it's not a deterrent. If it was, there wouldn't be murders. Um, and I think the biggest problem that we have is that we we kind of cast away people. We chalk it up to either mental illness 
or you know somebody that's broken that can't be fixed um and yeah there there are some states and there's some facilities that work really hard on rehabilitation and trying to really focus on the individual and trying to make them a better person by education or whatever tool they deem necessary but the the fact of the matter is that we we cast away people in our society well it's like um and yeah there's definitely crimes of passion in there and stuff like that of course mm-hmm. uh but then you also have people that they grow up in these terrible neighborhoods where you do kind of have to fight for your life and uh so they grow up in these this mentality that they have to be that way that they they have to be forceful or take from other people or uh have to retaliate by murdering somebody else uh because it makes them look weak or soft or whatever and and we don't really take that into account we just deem them uh you know somebody who's evil in society and needs to go away well that's kind of like well you look at like now in like chicago where they're just shooting the hell of each other in south chicago and stuff and a lot of times it's like you know, those are the most run-down neighborhoods. You know, the school systems are terrible. And th- those people, they don't see an out. I mean, it's like you said. It's like back in the 80s, you know, it was a big thing with the Crips and the Bloods and, like, Compton and Watts and all that shit. But I think it's like, as you know, the, the race culture, of, sort, of course, pays a lot, of, you know, into it. And then, you, like I said, you look at the systems, you know. It's just, it's not geared to lift people up or give people opportunities a lot of times. And sometimes you do have to, you know, it's like, what are you going to do? Well, I can join this fucking gang and sell oh yeah sling hash and fucking make money and that's where they're gonna make money i think and in a culture that's all about money can you blame them and we do that a lot like we've talked about this tons of times especially when we've done marijuana talk but i mean any drug in general you know instead of taking these people and doing that whole three strikes you're out or oh you've got more than this amount of fucking pot on you so you get five years automatically in prison where they have a felony conviction it's totally ruins their lives you know we could spend a third of the money, put them into a rehab situation. Uh, maybe while they're in there, give them some training for a job or they could get some schooling or whatever. I mean, we could totally turn some lives around and give people some hope and an opportunity. But instead, it's like, no, let's just put them in a fucking, you know, four by six cell for the next five years and let them become hardened criminals and then have felonies on their ledger when they get out, and then they can't get a decent job because of that. They can't vote. They can't participate in society. I mean, I mean, obviously it is a uh, a case by case um, instance. I mean, not everybody is the same. But what do you think is the uh, overwhelming factor to how somebody goes down that path? What do you, what would you think it would be? Well, I think, I mean... And folks, this is all opinion, if you can't tell. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think that two things play into it. I mean, like I said before, I think a lot of it's broken homes. You know, you get people in poor neighborhoods and stuff, and they they don't have both parents. And because they live in the types of communities they live in, they don't have access to the education or, you know, it's like that whole thing back in the day that Republicans used to make fun of with Hillary Clinton when she wrote that book, you know, It Takes a Village to Raise a yeah. Child. And, oh, it's, it's such a socialist concept it's like well no it does i mean that's you know i mean if you're religious you know your pastors you know your teachers your parents your grandparents you know that's or, a village 
<laughs> yeah, I mean that's what it is. It's like all it's those not people. The con- it's not exactly a village, but it's it's a community for sure. Yeah, it's a. Con- I mean, she meant it like in a concept way, and they take stuff so literally, and they're such assholes about it. But I mean, she made a valid point. I mean, it's like there's so many people that affect your children's lives, you know, and the communities they grow up in. If you grow up in one of these communities, like a South Chicago, or you know, like I said back in the fucking '80s, early '90s, like a Compton Watts area, where it's just fucking murders every night. There's drugs everywhere, and you know, the schools are run down. Nobody wants to work in them. You can't get qualified teachers. I mean, these kids, when they grow up in that environment, I mean, they're they're not getting the start you want. I think any fucking psychologist will tell you that's going to lead towards these types of behaviors. You know, and it's not because the kids are bad. It's like you grow up in that environment. It's like fucking poor Kansas kids now. I mean, they're going to be d- destroyed because they're going to have to get science and stuff and it's going to ruin their Christian values <laughs> and these kids are going to be just ruined for life now. You know? I mean, it definitely boils down to a couple of factors. I think the biggest factor, and this doesn't just go for the kids that grow up to uh, to be these people, but I think it also comes down to the parents as well. Mm-hmm. Education. And I know that that seems to be my number one thing with everything, but that's that's the fucking truth. If you actually educate somebody on not just critical thinking and science and all that other stuff, but if you actually educate them on the impact that they can have on another individual or another thing or an environment that resonates pretty severely. Um, And yeah, certainly there are people with severe chemical imbalances that don't have empathy towards other people or whatever. But for the most part, we do. Uh, It just has to be triggered. Now, if you are born and raised in a very hardened kind of area and you're not given an education to where you're given that stimulation to empathize with other people, then, yeah, you're going to turn into a hardened criminal who doesn't give a shit about anybody but themselves. And everybody else is just a byproduct of whatever you want to do with them. Um but if you actually educated people, and that, that goes, like I said, with parents as well. If parents actually understood that the actions that they portray, not only towards their kids, but also in front of their kids, because they're leading by example, goes a very, very far away. I mean, anybody who knows anything about uh, serial killers or people with severe mental issues they know that it's usually comes from a very uh, violent household uh, where they were either severely neglected or beaten compounded by whatever kind of mental illness that they were already given. Um, And that's something that a lot of psychology kind of, they don't promote enough of. Uh, They don't promote the, that if somebody does have a mental deficiency, that giving a rich stimulating environment, they can overcome that. But whenever they're giving a very abusive, neglectful environment, that's when the violent tendencies come out. It's uh, it's like genetic code layered with culture. You know what I mean? It's that whole... So it's a combination of two that can create these individuals. Um, and that's not... Like I said, this is case-by-case case instance. Yeah. There's definitely different individuals. Those are like for the severe people that like enjoy killing people. <laughs> but then in other cases, it it doesn't necessarily have to be that they enjoy killing people. It's just that they don't have that empathy with people because they've never been taught that. 
um, and it's not part of their makeup because they didn't grow up in that kind of environment where it actually mattered how you treated an individual. Um, so they, they feel like it's not that big of a deal. Um, and then you factor in the fact that these people are not educated about any kind of substances that they put in their bodies, you know, drugs and whatnot. Fucking crocodile. Crocodile. <laughs> or fucking uh, bath salts. Make oh, people go yeah, crazy right. and eat people's faces. We need to get some of that and give it to Boggs and videotape what he does on it. Hell no, that guy would fucking go crazy. Who knows? I know, he's pretty laid back. I, we still be able to kick his ass. I know, that means he's got a lot of pent-up anger. <laughs> he does have <laughs> He does have a lot of fucking pent-up anger. But I think the death penalty is... It's gross. It's its pretty disgusting. And especially when we consider ourselves a civilized society, I, the way that I kind of look at it is either a, a actual civilized alien species comes down or people in the future looking at us. How's that going to look? How's that going to look to them that we have all this, all these great tools in front of us that can enhance our lives and make us better yep. as a civilization, but instead we cling to fairy tales. We still murder off people that we deem unnecessary uh, or uh, un. They can't be fixed. Yep. Um, a lot of broken souls. See, this is why I knew we disagree. This is the thing about it. even after all the evidence and everything, I have to say that I really don't have a problem with the death penalty, to be honest with you. I, but hear me out, though. The system that we have, because of, like, I brought up the fact that, you know, with the way the our legal system is, I don't trust the way hold death rows. I mean, I had a stat and I can't remember. I put it where of all the murder cases that come up, the 10, there's 20,000 murder cases a year, only like a hundred and some people. I think it like 22,000 murder cases a year or something on average. Right. Yeah. Or some shit like that. And of those only roughly like 160 some people even get put on death row every year. I mean, it's like, it's so pick and choose, you know, it's cherry picking who even goes on there. It's so, it's such a ridiculous, our legal system's ridiculous. And the fact is that I don't trust, <laughs> you're a cop out there. Uh, Boggs told me to say this, but I don't trust the police <laughs> and I don't, with their investigative work and everything. And I mean, that's why you have 10% of the fucking people that are the ones who have been, you know, put on death row and actually been executed that many people, 10% of that number has been let go because of either piss poor police work, you know, DNA evidence, whatever, overturn it because they get one fucking eyewitness, which is the worst fucking evidence you can have as an eyewitness. I mean, there's always something ridiculous like that. And that's what causes it. I think if I wouldn't have a problem with it, if I knew that a hundred percent of the fucking time people did something, I mean, it was literally you murder someone. I don't have a fucking problem with it. I think, but there's the standards are so you seriously all over think the place. that if you kill somebody, then we should kill you. I I mean, sometimes I don't think there's a problem with it. Like it's just like let's say that guy that shot up the Navy fucking base the other day, right? Yeah. It, had they caught him, I wouldn't mind him getting the death penalty because the dude was fucking. I, and I don't want to hear this crazy shit. I don't like that. Well, he's insane. Everybody who fucking shoots up a place is insane. I mean, you, there's no way around it. I mean, I don't care. Well, he was hearing voices or this. That. No, 
if you fucking go out and you mass murder people, you're fucking crazy. There's something wrong with you. And if you're going to do something like that, I really don't have a problem with if they would have got him and put him to death. But like I said, case-to-case basis, I don't trust the system. It's an unfair system. It's an unjust system. And these people who are in charge of running it, I don't have enough faith in them for it. I mean, I would get rid of the system because you can't perfect it. I'm saying if there was a way where I could say 100% of every fucking body who does something that we deem, which to me is just murder. I think that's it. Um, you murder someone, I think that you could be put to death for that. You know, maybe some others, other crimes that I think would probably be up there. You know, multiple molestations of children, which means half the priest would fucking be in an electric chair. But I, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I'm not so crazy about. The only thing, see, to me, it's kind of unfair because, as someone who doesn't believe in God, to me, death is more scary than like. I think a Christian, because if you're, if you're a Christian, you know, you believe in this fucking heaven and everything's great. Not only that, but a lot of Christians believe that even these murderers who are put to death can still find salvation to make their ways to heaven. So it doesn't really fucking matter that you kill them. Well, it's like I always said, you know, if you want to turn an atheist, you know, to God, then, you know, it's usually the, what happens is it's either when they're on their fucking deathbed, you know, the older you get, the more religious you get, or you put someone on fucking death row, then they always find Jesus, you know? And to me, that's like the exact opposite. Like with me, I know that when I'm gone, when I die, it's over. That's it. There's fucking nothing else for me because I understand that's how it works. You know, unlike Christians who think there's a heaven. So, you know, for them, it's so funny because it seems like most conservative Christian people are all for the death penalty. That's why I said, I know it's a little off for me to say that I wouldn't have a problem with it if I think it could be 100% on, which it'll never be. So therefore, I am against it. But I'm just putting out that if it could, if they could do it correctly, then I wouldn't have a problem with it, really, to be honest with you. But they can't, so we need to fucking scrap it. I mean, there's no point in having a system that costs this much money, that's this defective. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. I think the the main problems that I have with the death penalty, <clears throat> or as I deemed it earlier, capital punishment. It, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to be a smart ass. Uh it's it's the fact that we try and sugarcoat it we we don't really deem it as like it's a it's it's tough to fucking put it into words but we just give up on we we don't really fix the problem i think that's what i have the biggest issue with is that we don't fix the problem the majority of these murders can be fixed through social and cultural changes. We don't want to change the culture that we're in because we're too comfortable and whatever. So we just continue on with it. And then when the demons come out of our culture, we execute them because we created it. That doesn't really fucking make sense to me. So it's essentially like we create the monsters and then, oh, we don't like the way they came out. We're going to fucking kill them. Well, here we want to put in these social programs that better education in these inner city schools with these minority programs. No, we don't want to get that. That's giving out handouts. But then they grow up to be fucking monsters because they see no other way out. Yeah. And then when we go in and fucking kill them, the only thing I say about that is that's. 
disgusting. The to way me. you're saying that, I know. I mean, I'm on board with you. I mean, I know it's probably the case a great percentage of the time, but it makes it sound like it's just all. I'm not lower saying class all. minorities, but I mean, you see a lot of stuff. I mean, hell, we just had one here like a week. I think hell this past week here in and even Dallas, then, even in middle class and upper class. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's still problems as far as a society. Yeah, I mean, it's. We create. So it's these. hard to pinhole, but yeah, I mean, like I said, over here in Dallas, I think this past week, uh, in a nice area. I mean, this is like an upper middle class to upper class area. A guy fucking lost his shit, killed his whole goddamn. Actually, it was the woman. They said it, they thought it was the guy, but then they did the yeah. forensics, and it was the woman killed her husband, killed two or three kids. I can't remember now. It just it seems like this shit happens every fucking week. Like okay, crimes of passion. That's kind of hard to predict. Yeah. Um. However, I still think I just mean there's there's people I, I fucked s- up, and no I matter what you do for some them, some crimes of passion you can prevent because we're conditioned to be extremely emotional. We're conditioned uh, to have these outbursts and these fits of rage and whatever. It's a it's a conditioning that we have, uh, and I think a lot of people don't quite understand that they think that it's just oh that's a natural reaction no there's no such thing as a natural reaction there is a learned reaction we learn from the society around us we learn from the media and everything that we input into our brains uh, from a developmental stage and beyond it's a learned behavior so no it's not fucking natural to catch your wife cheating on you and you go ballistic and kill her and her lover that's not fucking natural. It's a learned behavior. I don't care what you want to fucking say. That's the fucking truth. It's a learned behavior. Yes. And so that's what I have a problem with is the fact that we do not try to change anything. But then we try to prevent it by just fucking murdering these people and saying, look, we killed them. You do the same thing. We're going to kill you. Are you deterred yet? No, you're not deterred at all. Oh, well, I know it doesn't deter me. I mean, we went over it. I mean, just from the numbers you can look at, I mean, it's it's obvious. Like I said, the system doesn't work. And it's not, not for deterrence base. I mean, that's why I said I'm not for it like as, oh, this is going to keep other people from doing shit. No, it's not going to fucking do any good. I just, like I said, I think if you could 100% say, yeah, we know for a fact we have the evidence this person definitely did this, you know, and you had a set standard rules where people knew if you do this then this is what's going to happen i think but it's so like i said you had fucking twenty thousand murders only a hundred some fucking people get it you know in this state they don't have it in this state they do have it yeah i mean it's a small percentage and i'm not even saying that in my own perfect fucking society that there wouldn't be any murders of course there would be and would those people be possibly punished by death there is a potential for that yeah um, after all, I am an anarchist, uh, but it's, it's, com- it's completely different when you do not try to fix the situation and you continue to kill people for whatever they do, than actually proactively trying to fix the situation and rehabilitate people. And then if all else fails and they still go out and fucking kill people, be like, look, we, we cannot tolerate this anymore. <laughs> You're done. Yeah, that's a, that's the whole thing with the murder. There, like, there's a completely different thing, and yeah, you know, there is that argument like, well, well, if you didn't let them back out into society, blah, 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 blah. but you're talking about a completely different civilization. You're talking about uh, the highest of intellect of people, pretty much run the fucking society mm-hmm. because they are the smartest of us, and they are 
able to manage the systems better than these fucking tards that we have in there right now yeah, that say, don't know their fucking assholes from their mouths. You're talking as much fiction as you can read in the Bible right now. The most intellectual among us running the place. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm giving the hypothetical situation. Play of that Ted Cruz clip fa- again. I'm saying the hypothetical situation <laughs> of my kind of civilization. I know. I'm just is kidding. that the top of minds and not even that, but it would be an invitation to everybody. To come in as a community and decide what is best for the community as a whole. And everybody argues. Everybody has their points. And everybody gets to kind of vote on the best of the best. Instead of us voting in these politicians who then make the decisions for us. Yep. Which is usually not our decisions. It's their decisions that benefit them. But we agree. Completely fucking different. We agree on that, though. We need to... Get, we need to uh, so we agree that capital punishment is bad. It's just it's a waste we of, disagree on the idea of capital punishment. I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. I, we, I definitely... Like I said, I think we should scrap it and just get rid of it. Because it's, it's never going to be a perfect system. And that's the only way I'd be for it, is if it could be a perfect system. And you can't have it. So I definitely... I said, waste of taxpayer dollars doesn't deter shit. You know, it's, it's just, and it, it is, it is I, look, it is inhumane. I mean, I know that. And then I think we should get rid of it because I deem it as a failure of society. An eye for an eye, uh, Eric. <laughs> oh, there's one th- other thing. I just saw this. It, this is the last fun note. I, I did not realize uh, 1996 was the last year that there was a um, firing squad used for death mm-hmm. in Utah. And the last hanging took place in 96 too in Delaware. In 96? 96. Wow. Yeah. I, I made sure to highlight that because I, I thought that was like, I was like, God damn, dude, 96. Hanging people in 96? The hanging, crazy. the hanging was a little bit off. It, the firing squad's the one that got me. I was like, firing squad? Firing squad, I can believe that a little bit more. But hanging, that's like. Really? See, I thought the firing squad's a little nah. bit more weird than the hanging. I, I think hanging would be weirder think we need to because that seems like a lot more work <laughs> it does seem like more work <laughs> there's a whole thing with the firing squad like they had always uh, get the sharpshooters out there and only like actually one guy has yeah, the, everybody real, has the live round only one person has a live round so, so nobody they, knows who actually fucking shot the guy like so it's supposed to make him feel better so I'm yeah like, Ooh, I, don't, I get that wasn't me I'm sure. <laughs> it's like, what? Whatever. You fucking kidding me? They probably are like, dude, you see the way that guy's fucking head exploded? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> fucking sick. It's so fucking weird. Fucking sick. Oh, my God. All right. I think that's about fucking it. Um, make sure to go to our website, intellectualsaviors.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can uh, definitely send us comments at uh, intelsaviors at gmail.com. If you're still listening to this. Um, yeah, Andrew. <laughs> Um, make sure to check our uh, friends out at Digital Frustrations. They actually just kind of did a drunk episode themselves, uh-huh. uh, but they actually did it at a bar. Um, and how they do that? We they got, they really didn't talk out. about much of anything. We gotta figure out how to do that. Well, I think they just had like a like a phone or fucking something. <laughs> they just record on the yeah, phone. and they were outside on the patio or whatever. I don't think they were, they were actually like set up like you know, it's not like the, they were actually recording or some shit. Not the yeah. high quality production that we have. I think uh, yeah, you could hear like cars passing by and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but still, uh, it, it, it's funny. Uh, definitely check them out if you're into you know video games and nerd shit and the recently they've decided to you know kind of tread on our grounds so fuckers but they're they're getting back into the video game stuff and talking about all that and like i said if you can only listen to one podcast (laughs) (laughs) 
I believe in sharing the love, goddammit. It's ours first. Everybody, um, everybody else is secondary. Definitely send us ideas if you have any for shows. I can't promise that we will actually do the idea because it might suck mm. balls. Yeah, if it's terrible, we're going to do it. Pretend like we never got the email. <laughs> uh, but we will at least consider it, mull it over. Eh, but sure. obviously, 50 episodes in, we can kind of run out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to turn into like a power hour and of news. Yeah, and we'll just revisit like everything we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah after a fucking year everybody's forgot everything we said actually what we can do is just pretty much go back and just take the old show just copy paste copy paste and just put a new title on yeah it. we'll just have to change the first part up where we do news items so they're current and then we'll just <laughs> the rest of the show will be the old shit all right folks thanks for listening yellow bitches <laughs>